was teased. The internet wasn't a thing, and phones had cords and were mounted to the wall. Join us as two old men and a Gen Z review our favorite horrible cheesy movies from the decade that brought you Breakdancing, Max Headroom, and New Coke. Welcome to 80s Cheese Movie Review. It's Law. And my backup dancers. And her backup dancers. We uh, we all have shirts. <laughs> we have uniforms. Get it correct? Yeah, we have uniforms now. Jake's uh, wife sent uh, made and sent us shirts. We're just so cool. And we are. Uh, 80, er, Kayla's got her shirt with Burger King and Jeep, Skechers. And Jeeps. And Jeep. And the, and the Jeep Converse Star. The Jeep Trucky uh, Converse Star. Ken. And uh, I have one with the Duluth backup dancer on, <laughs> on the back of my shirt. <laughs> if you don't know what that looks like, uh, just think of a trucker in his boxer shorts on a pole. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what the that dad is. attire. It is dad attire on Father's Day. Are those cargo shorts dead? Yes, they are. Yeah. And, and are those ankle socks dead? Yes, they are. Yeah. You're in a blanket and it's 90 degrees out. I don't want to hear it. Actually, I'm in shorts and a blanket. That makes uniform. so much better. Yeah, I have two blankets. You have two blankets. No, you literally have two blankets again. Kayla, it's Father's Day. Be nice to the man. That's right. Sure. I'm loving the backup dancing. (laughs) Thank you, Law. Yeah, the pole really brings out your hair. Never a better compliment given to a stripper. I know, right? Thank you. So, I'm going to have to remember that one. The poll really brings out your hair. Get the money, Dad. Get get that money, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) So, today... Slay, you little Fruit Loop. (laughs) Slay, you little Fruit Loop. Yeah. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Many things. (laughs) All right. So, today we're reviewing... I'm not going to exactly call it a cinematic masterpiece. No. It is uh, It is the 1980... I'm not even going to call it a film. It's not a 1985 film. It is the 1985 movie thing, The Last Dragon. Now, I thought it was going to be some I, I mystical think, stuff, but no. I think, no. Some, I think cinematic travesty is probably the best word for this. You know, yeah. I have not seen this for almost 40 years, probably since it came out on HBO or cable back in 86. I could have lived the rest of my days without seeing this. And, and I, been I now know what my father's face looked like when I made him watch it with me. He just, he had this face like, what is this? You know, because he was a Bruce Lee fan, so was I. And, and then they came out with this. And, and then they came out with this. And it's, it, it, well, it's terrible. It, look, it's bad when DeBarge is the classiest thing in this movie. <laughs> you mean Javar? No, DeBarge. The the guy who sang the, the song, the little mustache that you thought was Michael oh. Jackson. Yeah. I thought yes. the Ironically was... enough, actually sang the uh, the song from uh, one of Law's favorite movies, which was Short Circuit. Mm-hmm. He's the one who sang Who's Johnny. Who's Johnny? That was DeBarge. Shmoly. Yep. And on a, uh, uh, full disclosure, all right, real talk right now, I have DeBarge Rhythm of the Night on my MP3 um, little USB stick in my truck right now. That song is literally on that thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know yeah, all I the know. lyrics. It is. Uh, it, I've always liked the song. I have. Can we just talk about how the villain looks like 
Jafar remastered. <laughs> He's a remastered Jafar? Yes. Like, they should pull him back in from the live action Aladdin, too. I'm, like, I'm assuming we're talking about... I'm assuming we're talking about show enough. Show enough. Jafar. Exactly. Yeah. Jafar. <laughs> she goes, Dad, it's a live action Jafar. <laughs> like, well, you're not. With I mean, football pads, like, obviously. Doesn't play football. He, yeah, he was wearing suede covered football pads. Velvet most football pads. Of, yeah, velvet football pads through most of the movie. I mean, you couldn't get this one today just past the cultural police, considering the fact that he was claiming a Japanese title complaining about kung fu. Uh, you know, you've got a kung fu master dressing up as a ninja. I mean, uh, uh, what were those shoes that Leroy was wearing? Those were actually were traditional those? Chinese shoes. No. no, no, they were. I mean, I they're I don't not know actually. Why yes. he had them? Yeah, actually, they were. I don't know why he had them. He was talking about his hat. <laughs> okay, the straw hat was a little much. Yeah. Yeah, it was. No, it, it looked was, like my PE coach. Like, yeah, it was. Uh, like it's the reverse of like when Samurai Shampoo when when Jin is wearing glasses, you're just like, okay, that's a little weird. When Leroy is wearing the full Chinese round straw hat, like the Kung Lao hat, n- no, in Harlem, no. He looks like my PE coach. No, yeah. Although I forgot, I didn't even know that William H Macy and Keisha Knight Plurum were in this movie. Rudy from the Huxtables and. Uh, the dad from Shameless as Frank from Shameless. Frank from Shameless, Fra- uh, Frank? Frank from Shameless uh, as as Kayla would knows him. I know him from many other things. Uh, uh, actually, I, I I I didn't recognize Rudy. I I picked up on William H Macy. It was kind of like, wow, you had a bit role in this piece of crap. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like one of his first. In fact, I think it was his first movie role, credited movie role. Uh, also, um, Chaz Palminteri. Was in here. Was he was like a, a background guy. Um, yeah, Keisha Knight Plurum, who played Rudy for the, in the Huxtables, which you don't know what the Cosby Show is, Kayla, no. because he was in jail by the time you were oh, able to speak. Why? Um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of uh, things. He to was that. not a nice man. He was not a good that. dude. Uh, let me put it that way. He he uh, sprinkle assaulted forty uh, plus women. I think the best commentary I've seen on that came from actually from Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live doing his monologue saying, if you'd have asked anyone 30 years ago whether or not I'd be father of the year and uh, Bill Cosby would be in jail for sexual assault, <laughs> would you have believed it? Yeah, this no. Just no. Yeah, he's like a normal, regular dad, right? And, and Cosby's in jail, although I think he's out of jail now, isn't he? Maybe he's not. Uh, yeah, no, no. They got him out on a legal technicality. Yeah, but he, he sprinkle assaulted 40-plus women. Um, anyway, uh, so, yeah, she was his younger sister, the one who was eating with chopsticks, or he gave yeah. the chopsticks to. Uh, that was Keisha Knight Plurum, who played Rudy. Uh, William H. Macy was, of course, the, the – she's like, Dad, she paused on – she had me pause on his face. She's like, Dad, I know him. And I'm like – Actually, you probably do from many things. She's like, I know him, Dad. And I started listing off things that he did. She, he's like, it's Frank. It's Frank from Shameless. It's I Frank. Knew. So, Just less trashy looking. Less trashy looking. Well, this was 40 years ago. So, yeah. Uh, it, wait, wait a minute. Can I say that Frank, look, he looks better as Frank than he did as Mr. Hair teased up in the uh, 
multicolored leather jacket thing he was wearing in this movie. Yeah, you could tell that Eddie Murphy's Raw was out and, and Michael Jackson's uh, Thriller was out because everyone was wearing leather pants. Like, everyone was wearing leather pants. Or, or that, um, you know those guys outside of the fortune cookie shop? That mm-hmm. guy with the clear, the see-through shirt? The see-through... Only Freddie Mercury can work that. <laughs> only, no. I'm going to agree with you stop. on that. Yeah, Freddie Mercury is the only one I can think of who can work a mesh nipple shirt on a guy. Like, that's, like, Freddie Mercury... Because the ultimate Fruit Loop. And then, and then about it. That's about it. I yeah. mean, he was one of the most dynamic front men of, of rock and yeah. roll role ever. So, yeah. And then you see that, that the guy out there dancing. <laughs> uh. It was it was not good. Um, of course, Angela was patterned after Cyndi Lauper. Uh, you could tell just from the way she was singing and the stuff that she was singing about and her hair and all that kind of stuff. Why well, so, she look like a like, weird version of Savannah, Susanna Hoffs? Oh, no, that was Vanity. Uh, Vanity was, uh, she used to be in a band, if I, rem- if I recall correctly, or a group called Vanity Six. She was Prince's protege, his first protege. And she was going to be the thing. I don't, I don't remember how her singing was, but her acting was awful. Her acting was worse than Prince in, in his movie. Like Howard the Duck worse, or... Yeah, she she really can't act. I mean, she could sing fairly okay, and she looked great, but that was about it. She tried to parlay that into a couple of things. Um, the she, only other movie I've seen her in is just she was one of the girls that Eddie Murphy turned down in the bar in Coming to America. She wasn't Coming to America, wasn't she? No, that's true. Yeah, she that's... was the one who goes, I worship the devil. <laughs> I, she, she didn't really go far. She died in, I think, 2016, something like that. Um, so it was, uh, it was a while ago. Drug overdose? I don't know. How old old was she? That wouldn't have surprised me. I don't know. I, I think she was born in like 58 or 60 or something like that. So, um, what is that? Uh, we'll call it 40, 50, 60, 60 something. Dang. She was in her 60s. It was kind of young-ish. Uh, I don't know Ish. exactly why she... Yes, Kayla. What do you consider old? 70. She was close to that, but not quite. Look, I'm hoping I make it to 70, all right? <laughs> <It's> like... I have more behind me than I do in front of me at this point. That's That's a little... It's a little sad. If we, if this was a, if my life was a football game, I'm in the third quarter. That's that's the truth. Like not not even not even joking about that. That's what's happening. So, um, yeah, she's uh, she's no longer with us. But um, how do you pronounce Leroy's actual name? Timac. I don't know. I turned it off before the credits rolled. <laughs> like I don't I don't want to know. The fact that he came with flowers and she slowly. Slow motion down the stairs. I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Morpheus himself, Lawrence Fishburne, wanted the role of Leroy. Wesley Snipes wanted the role of Leroy. Um, Denzel Washington wanted to play Leroy or show Nuff. Also, you know, if you had thrown some worthwhile actors in there, it might have actually...
actually been a decent movie. I, well, they wasted. They couldn't afford for any of that. Oh my gosh, no! Uh, they wasted William H Macy. Uh, but then again, nobody knew who who he was uh, at that point. Uh, Buster Rhymes actually in uh, in the nineties parodied Shownuff in his in his video uh, for Dangerous. Also, so, when Leroy and Jafar were fighting, <laughs> um, what what was the glowy hands like? That was the glow. That was the forces or something? Yes. That was the glow he was looking for of the true master. That was the glow of the true master. Remember when he's like, you know, your body will glow and you will you will become the true master and all that stuff. Like his skin will be like moisture and lotion or something. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been more believable than what happened, yes. Also, how did he lose that little belt buckle thing like four times? Uh, Well, you know, it's, it's the old... Master is teaching the students still type thing, you know. A real master uses this to hold up his pants, you know. Uh, so, it, it's it was a belt buckle. In fact, so why did he keep it on his pants? Everything Laura told him was true, right? You look like a master to me. This is the look, yo, the belt buckle thing. Like she was dead on the entire time. He just didn't listen to her. It really is weird to look at IMDb for uh, Julius Carey, the guy who played Show Nuff, and he's clean cut in his picture on there, and it's like weird. Yeah, it, he looks more like Leroy than he does Show Nuff. <laughs> is there a part two to this movie? Dear Lord, no. Thank God. No, no. There's this is. In fact, it. Um, everyone hated it critically, uh, but it was. It actually made money. Uh, the budget was ten million dollars, and it made thirty-three. So it was a a commercial, a box office success. It's also got a cult following now in some s- urban circles, uh, because of you know it was really one of the first uh ones to do this kind of thing. Uh, but it. It uh, the soundtrack was was produced by Motown and had featured Vanity, Stevie Wonder, Rockwell, El DeBarge, uh, The Temptations, Smokey Robinson. I mean, it actually had a decent soundtrack. Also, there was a kidnapping. There Kidna- was more than one. Kidnapping. Of course, Kidna- there was. It's an eighties movie. Oh no! It's it's an it's an eighties movie. Of course, there was a kidnapping. Uh, kidnapping. No, there was a couple. They kidnapped her at least twice, they maybe three the times. They kidnapped the brother. They kidnapped a couple people. Yeah, there was there was a it's kidnapping abounds. Your it was typical eighties kidnapping. Yeah, it was the crutch that they used to move the plot along. Well, and there actually was another actor in this movie who did end up going on to having a relatively successful career as a young actor. And that was the little Asian boy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, it, even as an adult, he at least is still a stuntman. He got to beat the hell out of the rock in the rundown. I mean, I, this is, uh, and, and you got to see Bolo Young in the Enter the Dragon, which was the, you know, the Bruce Lee movie that they kept showing, you know, yeah. over and over and over. Yeah. That Bolo Young. I said, Kayla, look, the one time you got him on the screen, and she's like, Oh my God! It's Hawaiian it's, rolls. It's, it's, it's Hawaiian. <laughs> I'm like, see, he's famous, and I kept trying to explain who Bruce Lee was, and Kayla has no concept of Bruce Lee. No. And I, no. I'm like, look, he is was the grandfather of modern martial arts. What? No, people do that because of Bruce Lee. That's that literally is a thing he did. 
and and he created Jeet Kune Do, which is the one of the martial arts that is is common in uh, 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 mixed martial the, arts today. Well, the, the, actually, the best way to put it is he's the one who came up with the concept of mixed martial arts. Yeah, he he started it, but. At the time, you know, like it hadn't really been proven yet. Like his his big thing was was proving his concept, right? That's what he died doing was proving his concept that this would was a valid fighting system. The problem is Bruce Lee didn't have a lot of grappling capability, and you needed really Brazilian jiu-jitsu and uh, Muay Thai kickboxing combined with Jeet Kune Do, and that's what became modern mixed martial quote-unquote mixed martial arts it's really kind of those big three so he created his own sound effects he, he, <laughs> yes he did and his thing was that uh most martial arts at the time one they were quote-unquote mysterious and <gasps> you they were unknowable and and the, the path to enlightenment was was through them and he just kayla get your feet get your chair on the ground he's on the ground now keep it on the ground Oh. I see you do that again. You're gonna lose your phone for a day. Aha! So scary. I am dadding up right now. D- dadding up. No, I'm dadding up. Yep. Oh, can we talk about how anorexic, um, He Man was in the in the freaking. Okay, that wasn't Bruce Lee. The, that, he was sitting there. That wasn't the same. That wasn't the same actor as is Ogre, but Ogre was was kind of. And it the key man. Into, yeah, yeah uh, low-rent He-Man, isn't that what you call him? I, but no. He was kind of patterned He-Man. after that character. And Leroy wore the same black and yellow suit that Bruce Lee did uh, in 1978. He wore that game same suit. Death. Yeah. Game, game of Death. Was it Game of Death? Yes. That was actually the one in which he had already passed away by the time before they finished That's filming right. it. And but if they, you remember watching it, they actually just pastered a picture of his face over top of the actor um, because he'd already filmed all the fight scenes. Wow. But the actual acting part he hadn't done. So really, they just take and, took and rotoscoped a picture of his face in front of the actor. That's amazing. It, no, it was amazingly bad. Now, that being said, it has some of the most iconic fight scenes ever and even coined the concept of the going up levels and things getting harder and harder and harder as you go. And it also introduced Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as a Kung Fu star. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot he was in there because they're like they had to find somebody who was scary enough, sort of like in, in Conan the Barbarian. They had to find somebody who made Arnold Schwarzenegger look small. So they found Wilt Chamberlain. Or no, it was Conan the Destroyer, I think, was, was yeah. Chamberlain. Yeah, Conan the Barbarian was a good one. Conan the Destroyer was terrible. Um, and But th- they did that, oh, like, a lot. Uh, it, but Bruce Lee was, was really the first breakout star of martial arts. Uh, also, he was one of the first ones to do, for, quote-unquote, formless martial arts. So... It was a big controversy, and and after he died, especially for the next, I don't know, 10, 15 years, there was lots and lots of quote-unquote kung fu movies like this that were 
I don't know if homage is the right word. Uh, well, well this everybody, w- everybody was searching for the next big thing. They were trying to find the next Bruce Lee. Right. And, and actually, Jackie Chan came to fame by doing everything that Bruce Lee. He, he says he basically looked at Bruce Lee and did the opposite. Yeah. And therefore became a comedic actor instead of a comedic kung fu actor versus a serious one. Yeah. Bruce Lee was very serious. He would like the rocks smolder came from Bruce Lee. <laughs> no, you think I'm kidding? It's not even a joke. It's that's where well, it I comes know from. I want to know is how evil how how did evil Jafar and his little gang of other evil little Jafars how did they just show up at Leor's studio? Well, it's Harlem. Everybody knows everybody, especially when he goes around breaking up places to to ask where Leroy could be found. Like he they found his his parents' pizza place. Which had written on the side of the wall, a slice a day keeps the doctor away. Sure, sure it does. <laughs> sure it does. Would you end up in the hospital? It's, it's you pizza. pizza. It's, uh, it, it was and is a terrible movie. Like, there's nothing... Yeah, no, it's actually... There, I mean, there's it, really it, nothing even, redeeming about it. Even even the fight choreography was terrible. Even Not even, like, terrible by today's standards. By then's standard, it was awful. When he kicked that guy through the, like the car window, yeah, that was a little sad. <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, I'm stuck." Yeah, you're stuck. It was uh, like now th- there would be protests at the movie opening for cultural appropriation, but then I, I mean, it was just a a bad B movie, and but people made bad B movies in the eighties. Like you could still afford to do that. <laughs> Or the duck. Yeah, no, that's the standard for bad movies. Yeah, because she could have banged the duck. She's not. Look, you that's can the keep ultimate, going. That's the you ultimate question. You can keep question. going over that. It's not going to happen. It's the ultimate question. Did she bang See, the, the duck? The dif- no. The, the difference is, though, is at least there was an attempt, a failed attempt, but an attempt See? to make a good movie out of Howard the Duck. There am I. <laughs> there, there, there really is nothing redeemable here whatsoever for The Last Dragon. Like, nothing. <laughs> I'm really struggling here. No. They should bring Evil Jafar back for a pre- like a like a sequel. But Unfortunately, he has passed Jafar. away. Oh, yeah. You, oopsies. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that you would that be cool to see a whole little Jafar movie. I you know. I actually would have watched a movie about Show Enough. Yeah, because we, why 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 is he so angry? Why he's why is least, why is he think he's the best? He's at least the only entertaining character of the of the entire thing. I like I like the name I gave him, Jafar. Yeah, J- <laughs> Jafar two point Actually, he was before Jafar. No, he was. Well, it was nineteen eighty five, and and Aladdin came out. Well, in the 90s. I saw Jafar first, so <laughs> just like you know how I saw the Outsiders first. That's why Johnny Cade is in. Now Johnny Spade, yeah. Yeah, Johnny yeah. Johnny Cage <laughs> was was based on the character okay. from a, from a com- A completely aside, beside the point comment here. Did you see who they have to play Johnny Cage in the upcoming sequel to the last Mortal Kombat movie? Oh my God, they're doing another one. Yes. Oh no, who? Wait Carl Urban. Really? Your face uh, yep. is very disappointed. Really? <sighs> Look, really I love Carl him? Urban. Okay, but Johnny Cage is a douche. He he really is. It's Hell not. You know. 
because I played the games. Johnny Cage is like he's a poser. <laughs> like you're not supposed to like you. No one ever. No one's ever Johnny Cage. All right. Like he's one of the worst characters. Right. You can be Liu Kang. You can be you can be many other people. Okay. But everybody in the world wanted to be Sub Zero most of the time. Uh, nobody. Be, to quote Malcolm's dad, nobody beats Sub Zero. Cool. Exactly. To quote Heisenberg, nobody beats Sub Zero. Um, it's uh, I always had a particular thing for Scorpion. I love Scorpion. Uh, and of course Katana. I'm a big fan of Katana. <laughs> big fan of Katana. <laughs> And, of course, the classic is Sonya Blade. She crushes your head with her thighs. Oh. Yeah. No, that's a <laughs> that's a move. Fun. Well, she does. She does a front flip, grabs your head with her thighs, and then squeezes so, you. So, She-Ra? She-Ra remastered? Yeah, she, She-Ra. Shima She-Ra, in, her, She-Ra in a tracksuit. In a, in a green spandex tracksuit. Ew. Here, hold on. I'll show you Sonya Blade. <laughs> Hold on, Sonya. Make sure you show her the classic Sonya Blade, not the, the, you know, juiced up look better later Sonya Blade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that? see, that's the, that's the good one. Oh, I need, I need classic Sonya. Uh, there she is. Okay, that's Sonya Blade. Oh. Yeah, little green halter top looking thing, and she's in green spandex. Um, It's... Oh, yeah, here's the look. It's the vibe, Kayla. The, a little the high vibe? ponytail, some white socks, some white mid-length it, ankle socks or calf socks. It was the early 90s. Yeah. This was this was the vibe that she was punching out right there. Sure. She is uh, she is all all about it right there. That's Sonya Blade. And she could crush you with her thighs, even though her thighs were not bigger than a 15-year-old boy's. Uh, it's fine. It, it's fine. You know, see, like, I and this, okay, this douche right here, that's Johnny Cage. Ugh. Remind you of anybody? <gasps> is that, is that, is that that one guy? Yes. Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yes. Is that Johnny Spade? Yes. That's I... him. <laughs> what have they done to Johnny Spade? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Wario. <laughs> he looks, he does not. He looks like. He has like, no mustache. In, in like, a, a, like. Like a frat, yes, Wario. frat. No, he like a he's, frat boy Wario. <laughs> he's totally fratty. He's a frat boy Wario. Like he has parties at Mario's house or something. He's very fratty. Yeah. yeah. See, this is the like this is the cleaned teacher. up new Sonya, and it's like no. Hold on. Let's 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 just look at Katana. Let's let's show you dad. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad that they did to Johnny Spade. All right, oh, that's Katana. The... Yeah, see, that's Dad's other wife right there. You said that about Little Debbie and freaking Little Debbie. Yes. No, I have not said that about Little Debbie. What about the oh, Little okay. Debbie is my girlfriend. Oh, oh, my bad. I see her way too what, much. What about What about Leah Thompson? You are just gonna ditch her for her? If I could have Katana. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, yeah, because Katana would cut off Leah Thompson's head for you. Yeah. See, oh. like, look, look, look at those, look at that six pack. Look of Hawaiian rolls. Pack. Yeah, she's got Hawaiian rolls, and then she's got some some cookie dough up here. Dad! What? Oh, my God. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Yourself. <laughs> Just saying. Katana. Now, Katana. if they had put Katana in this movie, I'd have watched it quite a few times. But no. Okay, do we have emails? We have one. 
Kayla. Okay, well, then read it. <laughs> One email. I gotta do the theme song. Okay, you can play it now. <sighs> you know. Jake enjoys it. It's fine. That's not the barometer of what's fine. <laughs> Jake's laughing. Look, look. I'm look laughing at you. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a goober. You raised me. How many bracelets are you wearing right now? Eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight bracelets. Uh, what small. about the other wrist? Okay. Seven. Okay. They're small, though. Fifteen bracelets. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, at least you haven't had to start asking her how many facial piercings she has. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is, uh, we actually read this on another cast, but uh, we have not read it here. And uh, although I don't know if the other cast is actually posted yet with the thing of this. Anyway. It's okay, so, read it. Uh, this is from Yepix 299 uh, oh. Would you quit hitting your microphone? Well, oh, well. You lost your phone for a day. No! Oh, it's you not said... that serious, man. Hey, hey, man. Oh, yeah? Hey, man. I'm sorry. Nene! <laughs> Don't whip out the nene. Nene! What's he whip? Whip. What's he nene? All right, yeah. here. Yeah, All right, so. What? I love you. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, this one uh, is from uh, Yepix, and it says an AI description of the cast. So. Uh, Yepix has started doing this thing where he has an AI describe the podcast. Oh no! To oh, no. you know, for for now, it, the the one for uh, wholesome addiction, my other cast, uh, my sprinkle cast for you, kid, stop was uh, pretty dead on. But um, this one, oh, no. let's let's find out. He goes, uh, it says, uh, "Hi guys." I sent this to Beefy. I believe it probably got lost in the series of tubes that is the internet. Here's part of the email as an AI describe 80s movie review podcast. Jake got the shaft again here. Uh, the 80s cheese movie review podcast is... We, now, this is written by AI, right? So it goes and, and pulls the site and then goes and, and talks about it. So the 80s cheese movie review podcast is a weekly podcast that celebrates the best and worst of 80s cinema. Join host Sean, La, and Kayla. Oh, oh um, <laughs> yeah, there's two of me, guys. We're just backup dancers. As they discuss their favorite and least favorite cheesy movies from the decade that's brought you big hair, neon colors, and breakdancing, uh, which is not something I ever say. Uh, each episode, the host will watch a different 80s movie and then share their thoughts and reactions. They'll talk about the plot, the characters, special effects, and the music. They also share behind-the-scenes trivia and fun facts. That last paragraph, the only thing that is actually true is that we share behind-the-scenes trivia and fun facts. And we watch the movie, but we don't actually talk about it the entire time. (laughs) Uh, whether you love 80s movies or you just want to laugh at them, 80s Cheesy Movie Review a podcast is a must-listen. Grab a bowl of popcorn and put on your leg warmers and join us for a trip back to the decade that was all about Slow excess. down, Nene. Slow down. So, Jesus. it was uh, pretty accurate, except for the fact that La and Kayla are... Yeah, there's two of me. Yeah, there's, there's two there's of you and me. none of Jake. Yeah, poopy Jake. <laughs> uh, I think Jake got the shaft on another one uh, that they <laughs> reviewed, too. <laughs> Poor Jake. I, I I think you were named twice on the GSB one or something like that. I, I think so, something like that. It, it's a little weird, uh, but uh, and then it does the the same like three or four sentences for every podcast, but um, not too bad. But uh, thank you, Yepix. That was very cool. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this one had, as far as I can tell, 
and I haven't seen it in 40 years up until today. Virtually nothing redeeming about it. Wait, have we actually... Other than the vanity was cute. Wait, have we actually talked about the movie in this cast? What do you... What specific scene do you want to talk about? No, like, we actually talked about the movie instead of something else. Well, yeah, a little bit. That's mm-hmm. remarkable, guys. <laughs> We're getting somewhere. We're getting... It's not far, but somewhere. It's not forward. It's not far. Well, I... It's it's um it is a series of movies that that came out. I, this was like the first one, right? Like the the first one that I can remember that lots of people have talked about, right? Back in the day, I, everyone had seen this. Except for Harry I have Duck. a complaint. Oh no. Well, that's I have several. Go ahead. <laughs> the I just figured I knew I recognized the name. But I just figured out who the fight choreographer was, and I have to say I'm thoroughly disappointed. The fight coordinator was Ron Van Cleef, who was in Enter the Dragon. He was the African-American kung fu guy in Enter the Dragon. You have no excuse. None. You have no excuse. And he was doing African-American kung fu movies before this was even imagined. (laughs) Oh, yeah, what's the next movie? Oh, Vanity died in 2016 from kidney failure. So it wasn't an overdose or anything like that. What's the next movie? I, would you hold on? I'm just asking a question, <laughs> Do you want to be done? No. Have you got somewhere else to go? Where else? There you go. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. Time, okay, so Timac, his full name is... Oh, wow. I don't know if I can pronounce that. Timac... Gorilla Yeo. <laughs> Vanity. Vanity's name was Denise Katrina Matthews. I'd have gone by Vanity as well. Um, but she was she was trained by Prince and was like Prince's protege. So he's like, look, just have one name. And then <laughs> I guess later on switch it to a symbol. But no, this is um, this was indeed terrible. Yeah, it was actually um, <laughs> it was really, really bad. Um, let's see here. Carl Anthony Payne the second, who plays one of the kids in the pizza shop, would later play the role of Cockroach in the Cosby show. Uh Keisha Knight, who plays the little Sophia, had already completed the first season of the Cosby show by the time the movie was released, but had not done anything when this movie had started. So this was Keisha Knight Plurum's first uh, actual anything, her first role for anything, and then she landed the Cosby show straight after that, which I think she was on for like 10 years or something ridiculous. Dang. Oh, no, it was, um, there was a lot. There was a lot. Like, she was a mainstay, everyone, and then when she was in her early 20s, she was supermodel pretty. Um, that little girl was. Uh, I showed Law a picture of her. I'm like, that is the little girl he gave chopsticks to. <laughs> Kayla's like, oh wow, okay, yeah, no. Oh, she's... I, mean, I mean, obviously, then she got too old to be the cute little kid on the Cosby Show, so they replaced her with Cosby's granddaughter. Yeah, <laughs> is that what they did? Is that who that kid was? Well, it wasn't actually Cosby's granddaughter in real life. It was the main. It was uh, Bill Huxtable's grand- granddaughter. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, Close. it was Denise's kid yeah. because. Because not Denise, um, the one played by uh, um, Momoa's wife. Oh, uh, Lisa Bonet. Yes, uh, it was her. So it was her character's kid, but because she was too much of a screw up in real life and on the show, um, the, uh, Cosby was raising her. 
Okay, wait. Was it just that she was actually a screw-up, or did she just not want to, you know, get uh, sprinkled by Cosby? Um, you know, I if you don't remember, she was actually in a movie, which is actually an excellent movie, with Mickey Rourke called, um, oh, jeez, why am I drawing a blank on it? Because um, we're old. Uh, problems. In which she was very heavily sprinkled by Mickey Rourke at the end of the movie. And this was not considered to be part of the image that the Cosby Show was trying to express. Oh. I, like to, I like to try to use my code word sprinkles. Well, yeah, with you here, yeah. yes. Angel, Angel Heart. That's what it was. I don't think I've ever seen that. It's actually a good movie. It's a voodoo flick, and um, Robert De Niro plays the devil. <laughs> actually, take that back. You may not actually like this one. <laughs> I forgot you're not into movies of that nature. Uh, not if it's a scary movie, no. Not, like, not yeah, really you don't scary, watch no scary movies. more of the suspenseful type, but at the same time, it, it really was a good movie. Uh, but as I said, there there's a, a, a sprinkle scene at the end that uh, kind of killed Lisa Bonet's, um, shall we say, wholesome image. Disney image? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's entirely possible. I mean, it's... Uh... And which is funny because later on, like 10 years later, everybody and their brothers, you know, kept trying to if they came out of the if they aged out of the Disney stuff, they the first thing they did was immediately do some kind of sexy thing to show that they were, quote unquote, of age and not a kid well, anymore and all that. Well, stuff. I mean, if let's be more specific, the most of them generally ripped their clothes off and found the, and found the first camera they could. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, it's it, like name them. You know, like there's a ton. Justin Timberlake, uh, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Like the first time I saw Dirty by Christina Aguilera, I went, holy crap. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is a fantastic example. I mean, there's there's a lot. Uh, and then there's the, the train wreck the, the, the that one, was. Uh, the girls from Saved by the Bell? You know, um, I know. I think, Mia, I, I think Mia, the only one that actually didn't show up naked somewhere was the one who was. Two on drugs to actually show up naked somewhere. <laughs> did Kelly Kapowski show up naked somewhere? Because if, if Tiffany Amber Thiessen did that and I missed it, I'm going to be very upset with myself. Um, yeah, well, not on a, not in a movie, but she was in Playboy. Oh no! Okay, I saw that. All right, cool. Okay. All right. No, I've I've um, seen that. Yo, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm right. That's. I love <laughs> I am not editing that stuff out. Well, um, just something to remember me by then. Hmm, yeah. You are terrible. You raised me. <laughs> that is not a I have a complaint for Burger King. Do you now? Yeah. You have a complaint yeah. for Burger King? No, I have a complaint to Burger King. Okay. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I didn't know Burger King could do wrong. I know. They didn't put wrong. ketchup on their Whopper. And you... You said it three times. I did say it three yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be. I, I, they will be hearing from me. As Leonard yeah. ordering for Sheldon, I tried to make sure that they understood how serious an Sheldon? affair it was. Sheldon. Okay. Is Sheldon? Yeah. It, it's. I tried to make sure they understand how serious of an offense it was to screw up Laws Burger King order. <laughs> and they forgot to. They got everything else right, but they did not put ketchup on your burger. Yes. Yeah. So they will okay, be hearing now, from now, me. That, did you yeah. bring this burger home? Yes. Okay, so La, there's this thing in the ketchup packets in the bag. Not only that, but even if they hadn't, La, there's this thing in the kitchen called the refrigerator. I know. And if you open it up, 
I'm willing to bet that there is a bottle of ketchup in the refrigerator. Yeah. That yeah. you could have used to put ketchup onto your burger. No, yeah, yeah, no, I put the little ketchup packets on there. Yeah. Crisis averted. Sort of. Yep. I, 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 I would be pull, I would be taking your car and then, and then pulling up to Burger King and then staring at them. Will you just see me in the middle? Like, oh, will they be offended by your Jeepy truck? Forgot you. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot you knew about that. Yeah. Ken. <laughs> Ken. You should see her ordering her own food. It's, it's, it's like so a little bad. lost kitten in the just lost in the wilderness. Give me a burger, <laughs> please. Just, I don't know. Put some stuff on it. <laughs> I mean, I get her voice get you know because she gets all wild and crazy now. But when she's actually in front of people, her voice gets very little mousy and very quiet. Can you give me a burger? Uh-huh. Please? Yeah. See? That's how it is. We know how it is. <laughs> Here comes my magic question, though. And this really is the most important question of the whole time. Were you, in fact, wearing your Crocs? No. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> Were you, in fact, wearing your Skechers Jake? No, 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 no. Let's or go. your cargo shorts Jake? Let's go back to this. Now, okay. Law has made fun of everyone's footwear for the last year, maybe two Okay, Not and you've heard years. it on almost every cast we've ever done. Law criticizes everyone's footwear. Now I have Beef Brooks, Jake Sketchers, photographic no, 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 evidence, which is going to go on the website of my grippers of your feet. Your little feet in my, Crocs. My grippers. And not just, my grippers. Grippers. Not just your little grippers with your gripper why, covers. Why would why would you call them grippers? I, I mean, they're the they are grippers. <laughs> if God forbid you're standing on ice, they're the worst things under the sun. What do you call? Wait, wait. It gets better. Kayla, what do you call socks? Gripper socks? No, gripper sheets. Gripper sheets. Gripper sheets. What and do you call shoes? Gripper cases. Gripper cases. They're cases. So we have a phone case, a gripper case, gripper cases, gripper sheets, and gripper or uh, grippers. grippers. Yes. So we go. Okay. Here's this the is what I have to live with. Grippers, gripper sheets. Okay. Keep your grippers in place, and then gripper cases to not beat them up. Yeah. It, yes, but she was wearing Crocs. I mean, this Crocs. is almost as bad as the kids who wear socks and slides. It, it is. It is. Well, you wear Skechers. And she slides. had them in sports mode. Yeah. They're actually four wheel drive, so get that get the correct. Oh my in. god, you and Beef. Beef said that exact same thing. <laughs> Did he not? We were on the cast the other day. She goes, she goes oh, she's got those things in four wheel drive. And I'm like, what? just now you said that I swear you and Beef share you and Beef share a brain. I I don't know how you guys had osmosis, but that is if you didn't look just like me, I'd be worried. This is weird. Oh. You obviously had beef around too much when she was at an impactful age. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> that means that means beef is just so cool. You just you think and talk just like him. I don't know what the deal well, is. Well, maybe I'm just that cool. I just I, yeah. I, I just yeah. don't yeah. understand. Like uh, like I said, if you didn't look exactly like me in a girl body, I would be worried. But it, it is weird how you two share a brain. Because you you explain you exclaim the same things when you when you do your your treasure trove of linguistic anomalies treasure trove treasure trove of oh, linguistic dude, anomalies yeah words dead linguistic anomalies linguistic anomalies ratatouille yes. Rat- yeah. <laughs> ratatouille actually comes from a movie called Oscar <gasps> uh huh 
You've seen that one, Freaking haven't you? Hey, Oscar. How is Oscar? How could I don't think that one was in the eighties. I don't care. Hold on. If it is, we're no. so bad. No, that, that was Sylvester Stallone in the nineties. Did I? In the eighties, he was still doing Rambo movies. Yeah. Did Have I, you seen or Oscar? Did I not tell you to clean Me? your room? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh! There's like eight people I've ever met who've seen that movie. It is one of my favorites. It's me and yeah, Shannon that, as well. That was, that, yeah. That's when he was trying to do his comedic thing. I mean, that's also where you, where you got stop or my mom will shoot. Actually, I like nine. Oscar. Oscar's one of my favorites. Thirty. Nine. Thirty. He used this quote for the longest time. I did not understand did where I? it was from. Or, or did, did I, I not tell you to clean your room? When she heard it, and I made her watch Oscar, and, I, and he's like, did I, or did I not tell you to keep an eye on this particular fact? She's like, Dad, hold on, pause the movie, you've been using a line on me the entire time. I'm like, yeah. And Mom was just over there sitting in the corner laughing. <laughs> yeah. She knew where it came from. We've been watching that movie since before you were born. Uh, we love that movie. It is one of our favorites, both your mother and I. I mean, and it was, you talk about star-studded. There was a lot of people, Chaz Palminteri, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Tim Curry. Yeah, but um, at the same time in the 90s, if you had a movie about mobsters and you didn't have, I think it might have been like part of the union agreement that you had to have Chaz Palminteri in any movie that had mobsters in it. Uh, yeah, almost. Almost. Then again, he also has the just the best, coolest mobster line ever, and it's from a uh, Bronx tale, and it's, now yous can't leave. Oh, God, I love that scene. Now yous can't leave. Yeah, oh, that was such a good scene. That was such a good movie. <laughs> now yous can't leave. <laughs> they just kicked the crap out of those bikers. Also not a movie you're going to be watching. I don't think you need to. Be. <laughs> Kayla Rose. I love you, Nene, and you are the greatest with your cargo shorts, Nene. <laughs> salute. That's the third salute. At, le- at least she knows when she did it. It's not like she's like, what? <laughs> salute to you, great heavenly Nene. <laughs> she immediately starts throwing out the compliments, hoping it'll work. Yeah, the problem. Oh, those cargo shorts? You're slaying those, Nene. <laughs> Loving, loving those. Loving those. Yahoo. The problem is she knows my weaknesses. Nanay. She whip, whip. Where's me, Nanay? <laughs> That's where she got it. She started calling me Nanay instead of Daddy. So I get Nanay. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. And I just I forget to be mad. And it, I'm really annoying. I'm so cool. <laughs> You're not so cool. You've been Nanay. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You're such a goober. You, you. I'm not the one with Crocs. I'm not the one with cargo shorts. Cargo shorts are. I'm not the one with the bald spot. You wait, young lady. Hope you never have. Women don't bald like men. Hope you never have old people problems. Yes, but we're not wearing rubber shoes. There's one. But I'm not wearing cargo shorts. (laughs) Rubber shoes trumps cargo shorts. Are you? Are you sure? I am. Are you positive? But yeah, both of us are wearing cargo shorts today. Or, or are you wearing cargo shorts? Are they tan, Jake? Yes, unfortunately. Are they tan? I mean, what else would I be wearing? Yeah, exactly. Jake, are they tan? Are they tan? Um, are they, yeah. are they khaki? Yeah, they khaki. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's like, yep. <laughs> Mine are black. Love that. As music. they, as they, as God intended. Um, but I, uh, I cannot fathom. A... Fathom? What? What are you? 
I have what's English, called English, Kayla, learn it. I have I have no. English. I can speak Do it. you speak it? No. Okay, you say. Okay. <laughs> That's what you got from Bloodsport. Okay, you say. That's the only thing. That's the only thing. That and Hawaiian rolls, yeah. huh? Yeah. Okay. And anorexic he man. Part one. It's not. He's not anorexic he man. He was low rent he man. I think. No, anorexic he man. I created it. No, no, he was anore- He was low rent he man. What you're forgetting is his anorexic was anorexic Thor. Yeah, anorexic from, Thor. Yeah. From oh Thai. my god. He was Down syndrome he man. That's what you called him. Oh yeah. Him. Okay. Okay. So we had anorexic um Thor. Thor. Um Jeffrey Dahmer. Evil Tony Stark. Simba. Um, it's like you recite Die Hard villains like a mantra. Yeah. Um, crap. Who else was there? The yeah, stuff? that's a fascinating, Kayla. All right. Oh, so. I f- oh, I've named it, I named one of them. Whatever his name was, so that that's him. Georgie whatever, Cooper. Whatever his name was, yeah, that's his mm-hmm. name. Whatever Do we have a name for Bruce Leroy? Oh yeah. Leroy. Straw Hat. Straw Hat. <laughs> that's or, true. Or, she could call Straw or, Hat for most or of the movie. Chopsticks. Yeah, oh, okay. his brother called can, the chopsticks can, though. Can I also throw in the absurdity of the kid breakdancing himself out of his uh, out of his bindings? <laughs> that was no less weird than a small ten year old child beating up a full grown man. Several full grown men. It worked, didn't it? It did not. Hey, Obviously hey he, it that, did. Kid made, that, that kid made a lot of money beating up full grown men as a child. He did. He did. All right. And, and and even then, once again, as an adult, as an adult, got to beat up the Rock. And very few people get to do that nowadays. He's going places. It's in his contract. He's going places. Yeah. No, he is going places. Hopefully not in his jeep truck, but you know. What is that? What the hey? You're so going to get. Go a ask jeep. him. You are so going to get a jeep truck. I'm stealing your. There truck. are a number of people hey, dedicated hey, to hey, this. The, the Rock drives around in in most of his movies in an armored jeep truck. There you go. Ew. Yeah. It probably only makes forty miles, in, you know, uh, uh, an hour. I mean, that's that's probably all it can do with all the extra weight. But you know what? It's fine. Well, I'm blaming Ken. You're blaming Ken. I'm blaming Ken and his little Converse star. You're so gonna get a Jeep truck. I'm, I'm a attacking Converse star. Ken for this. <laughs> I see you, Ken. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you better say thank you to Ken because you're gonna get your first car from Ken, and uh, thank you, Ken. It, it's going to be the, uh, I don't like this one. Well, now you have one to get from point A to point B. Get over it. You know, it's weird because I didn't care what it was. I really didn't. As long as it had wheels and an engine, I was. I didn't care what it was. I had a 1983 blue Toyota Corolla hatchback, SR5. Okay, now, now question of curiosity, just, just to clarify this. Did you honestly not care what it was, or were you just happy to have whatever somebody was nice enough to give you? Well, I didn't. They weren't nice enough to give me. My dad sold it to me. Um, but 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 still, I mean, because uh, I'll say that I I cared what my car was. At the same time, I was happy to have whatever somebody was willing to give me. Immediately after, uh, well, I I didn't have any money to really spend on it because I was at the time I was doing illegal street racing and my other car was the one I put all the money and all the stuff, but I could never bring that car home because my parents would instantly recognize it for what it was, uh, which was a 1971, uh, roadrunner 
which we had uh, we hauled it out of a junkyard when you could still haul 70s and 70s era muscle cars out of a junkyard now they're worth more than our house if they're in good condition and uh, it had a 454 in it which was you don't know what that is Caleb but it's a big V8 and we put nitrous on it and uh, we had some big, fat Mickey Thompsons wrapped around the center line. Oh, I thought you were about to say Leah Thompsons. I'm like, what? No, Mickey Thompsons. Uh, it had it, it went so fast, we could lift the front end. We could lift the front right tire off the ground from the torque. That's that's how fast Sounds it went. Sounds like death. I don't, I don't know if you got the text message I sent you earlier today, but I actually saw the other day oh, was uh, it, was somebody... The- yeah, somebody repossessing the uh, a Camaro that was just like the one from um, Better Off Dead. You know, I uh, one of my things to have going on in the background that I love to to have uh, when they're live, especially because I have a subscription to Motor Trend Television. I watch the Meekum uh, car auctions, the Meekum classic car auctions. I love watching those things just to see what people pay for those old, you know, classic cars and stuff like that. And to get that Camaro in that spec now that is not ratted out or rotted out or anything like that, but classic spec like that, only a little bit sportsterized and stuff like that, with the old Kreger SS wheels and all that kind of stuff, costs several hundred thousand dollars now. That's a big number. That you and could, as I you said, buy a house one, for what, what it would cost. The, this one was on a repossession truck. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was for that guy. Can you imagine that? A Camaro worth that much money. I mean, just an old Camaro. I mean, I had I had one of those. Well, well, well obviously, he, he couldn't imagine it either because he couldn't pay for it. Oh, my God. They're just they're so expensive now. You know, but I'll, I'll tell you the truth, okay? This is the on, God's honest truth. If I could have any one car, if, like, if I had any amount of money, you know, I would have several trucks. I'd have a farm truck. I'd have the current, you know, I'd have the brand new Tacoma TRD Pro. I'd oh, have stuff stealing. like that. But for a play car, just for giggles to drive around, I, I would have. Could have decorated with gearbox. No, not oh. this one. Uh, a 1983 or 84 black Pontiac Trans Am with black dial wheels and a little red strip in the front that goes, I would have, and it's black over tan. Um, I would, I would have a kit. I would have a kit. Black over tan and like cargo shorts. But but, but we've talked about this before. You you, you realize how much of kit was held together by electrical tape. You know, I watched a video the other day of (laughs) like reviewing what the actual, every scene where you saw the actual interior of that car as a close up was not even actually in a car. It was a soundstage where they just shot B-roll and had a really pretty one made up. Everything else that was in an actual car was all like Bondo and fiberglass and duct tape and electrical tape. That was all just kind of stuffed in there, and that was it, right? Like, it was – they were all terrible in the extreme. Like, anytime you saw a close-up of them in, in HD or something, you're like, oh, God, that looks terrible, and it does. But it's still, that's still part of my heart, you know, like that, that 1983 Pontiac Transit in black. Every time I see well, one, I'm just like, oh, well, there goes he, Kit. He, he, you want to talk about a true classic. How about a 1991 Mustang? 
1991 <laughs> Mustang. Oh, Jesus. No. It's the only Mustang that doesn't even look like a Mustang. It doesn't look like anything. Here, Kayla, I'll pull this up. He's good. 91 Mustang. Uh, I think the same body style was something like 89 to 92. Oh, what is that? Uh, exactly. It's it's not sexy. Uh, it's not. It looks like a part on Down Syndrome or something. It's not oh. good. Looks like yeah. a pear. <laughs> it's Fuck. not It's not good. And what's the, it's, it's like the it's the only Mustang that has like no resemblance to any other Mustang. Oh no, they're terrible. If you look at that, you're gonna be like, "What the hell?" You know, like here, look. Okay, well, this is this is what. Oh, there's a car. Yeah, see, that's I mean, a newer Mustang, right? I like, mean, there there are there decently. are bad there are bad Camaros out there, but they all at least look like Camaros. Yeah, you know, I had. Um, I've had two Camaros in my lifetime. I had a 69 SSRS. It's beautiful. It's probably worth more than my house now. I trashed it. Uh, I had a 94 RS. Uh, it had the V8, but it didn't. It wasn't a Z28, and it wasn't an SS. Well, I think it was the, the one. It just barely had a V8, but that was it. And it was um, in, like, sapphire metallic, so it was blue with, with metal flake in it. Uh, love that car. Um, but that was during the quote-unquote space age version of the Camaro, you know, like where it didn't kind of look like a Camaro either, you know, until they switched to the Bumblebee style one that there is today. Um, I had one of those. I actually like that one. The Bumblebee style one or yeah. the 94? Yeah. No, the Bumblebee style one. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, um, everyone does. Not enough to buy one, but, you know, everyone likes it. Now, now, if you if you want to talk Camaros, if you if you ever meet my father and mention Camaro, he's going to tell you the story about the Camaro he had to sell to pay for my birth. <laughs> Something he has never let me forget. My father had a Plymouth satellite that he loved dearly. Um, I think it was a, a sixty-one or a seventy-eight. I can't remember. Seventy-one or sixty-eight. I think one. Let's try 71 Plymouth. I'll know it if I see it, because he showed me pictures of it so many times, blaming me for losing that car. Um, hold on here. Oh, it was born as a little car. Yep. Seven, yep. Oh. See, that one's the one. It was the 71 Plymouth Satellite. And um, not the one with the wraparound bumper. That's sad. Yeah, he That's had one sad. of those. He loved it. It yeah, had no, sequential taillights. I'm totally making fun of him for that. Here, look. Yeah. I'll show you mine. I had a 71 Roadrunner. This was my street racing car. What is that? Yeah. No, it was cool. We painted it in Hugger Orange. It looked almost exactly like that. Um, it had the rally wheels and all that kind of stuff. It was badass. Um, and... Um, it was also completely illegal and had a, a no-name warrant attached to it in the county that I lived in at that, the time. That, that's great. Yeah, yeah that's no, great. it was uh, it was it was not good. Uh, it was, but I sold that and went to art school, where coincidentally I met your mother. So you, you did know, not meet mom at art school. I did. I was at a birthday party for someone I knew oh. in art school. <laughs> yeah, that's where I met your mother. So cool. And my opening line was, nice ass. Great. 
Sí, How I Met Your Mother. How I Met and Your you Mother. you didn't have to use five seasons to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she was bent over a pool table, and I went, who's Thank that? Thank you, Dad. <laughs> and they said, that's Shannon. She wouldn't like you, and you wouldn't like her either. Well, I'm going to go talk to her, because I had about eight and maybe nine glasses of liquid Dad, courage in me already. Dad, you, you get drunk over two beers. I know, oh, and I had I was, I was say, oh, loaded. I was say, therefore, he could barely stand. Yeah, I was loaded, so I weaved my way over there. Mom said you were giggling at a TV that wasn't even on. That was years later after we were married. That was kind of sad. <laughs> and it was only one time. She loves to yeah. tell that story. Last, look, last 4th of July, she got so loaded, she flashed the pizza guy and, and went into the corner begging for pizza. And then passed out in the yard with Taryn. And then passed out in the yard with, with our friend Taryn. <laughs> okay? Giggling at a TV that wasn't on. Not the same level. I'm just saying. Would have been funny though. <laughs> it's not not the same level. When I have to help you find, hey, come help me find your mom's clothes. That's not like this is not the same level, uh, not even close. Yes, I am kind of a lightweight though. Kind of. Look. Two. You Two. inherited my genetic makeup, darling child. Yeah. Wait till you start drinking. I wonder what tolerance you have. Ooh, sick genetic bird. So, so are you encouraging me to, to drink? I know you will. Are, are you encouraging me? <laughs> you You've had me? alcohol before. Was it a big deal? Most Ooh, of the time, you go, you, you go, up. Oh, Dad, how can you drink this? And then Chum well, is like, hey, this is good. <laughs> Hey, at least at least she's you know probably had some sort of like decent alcohol at some point because you know if she grew up in a Jewish family like mine, her first taste of alcohol would have been crappy Manischewitz wine at a Passover seder or something like that. <laughs> no, she's gotten to sip a couple of things, you know, just like my parents did. Yeah, she, <laughs> Kayla is not a fan. Chumises <laughs> though. Yeah, your younger sister likes everything, which is why we stopped doing that with her. Because she's like, mm, that tastes good. Can I have more of that? Uh, no. <laughs> we, were, we were doing this to try and, like, show you that it doesn't taste as great. No, that tastes ta it's tasty. I, I want some more. She was like, yeah, can, I have, can I have a glass of it? And she mama, no. No. <laughs> we may have a European approach to it, but we're not going to get our 10-year-old drunk. No, that's not happening. You got poopo high. <laughs> We did get your dog. We did get the dog eye. My doggy, my dog. <laughs> did the dog him. steal an edible? Yeah. No. Yeah, we gave him one. They well, made my dog high. He kept trying to eat it. And we're like, look, you don't want this. Look, you don't want this. And he kept trying to take it from us. And so Shannon just fine said, fine, here. And gave it one. His head was like, like he lifted up his head. And he was like toddling around. <laughs> like he was following a fly or something. But there was nothing there. He was like staring he at a wall, went, like he went all squinty-eyed and started smiling and he, everything. He can normally jump up on my bed and certainly down and go to sleep. He, I needed to help he him missed, on the bed. He, he missed, missed my bed. Fell over. He missed my bed. <laughs> it was sad and funny at the same time. Hey, my dog does that sober these days, but she's old. Yeah, Bolo can't make it up the the bed anymore. He can't really jump of any kind. He's he's an eleven year old bully mix. He he's lucky to be here. He's he's his he sleeps twenty hours and then wake me for food. That's pretty much his plan. Which really never differed from when, he, from when he was a puppy. He's just, you know, up less now. But, uh, Law, do you have any... What is your final rating for... This gets an eight. 
This gets an eight. Yeah. Wow, that's actually that's more than, than I. That's more than yeah, I'd I. I'd gone straight to ten. Yeah. Well, only I only liked it because of Jafar. Ah, okay. Jafar saved it a little bit from being the worst movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Actually, eight point five. Eight point five. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, we did have kidnappings in this one. Many. Kidnap, as uh, as they did use it as a plot mechanism to move the, what little of the plot there was uh, forward. Besides all the dancing and. Now uh, we're probably going to skip a week uh, as we normally do because Law is always busy. Well, it's not my fault I have friends. Right. Let's go. Are with you that. suggesting that your father and I have no friends? Well, you're talking to one now, Law. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I go out and have fun. Uh huh. Okay. Woohoo! Woohoo! Okay, so. It's uh, the summertime. You have the entire rest of the week to have fun. You can't come and talk to us about cheesy movies on one day out of the week? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, as long as we're clear. As long as we're clear on that, yeah. Uh, so the next movie that we are going to see is Big Trouble. Is Beef coming on? Tr- yes, Uncle Beef will be here if. Good, we gotta get all the dancers together. Okay. I will arrange it so that when we do that one, Uncle Beef is here, okay? We know that's who you actually love. We have to get Jake, okay? Back in to dancer number one, and then Uh Beef number two, and then... Oh, I'm I'm glad to know that I'm still included. I thought I was going to get discarded for Beef at some point. No! Oh, she'd leave all of us for Beef. Don't don't make any illusion. Just don't even try and, and be deluded about that. She would leave all of us in the dust for a day with Uncle Beef. Yes, because he would spoil her rotten, and the two of them think alike, and it's just really scary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a giggle snort out of that? Uh-huh. Yeah, the two of them together are just ruthless. Uh, anyway, because uh, you got Beef's attitude, who's half myrrh, and then Kayla, who's like the meanest 13-year-old on the planet. We and could rob Walmart. The two, and this is why <laughs> I don't let you out of my sight when you're with Uncle Beef. All right, so. Because Uncle Beef would go, well, I mean, if that's what you want to do, <laughs> he gives you whatever you want. It's terrible. <laughs> so, Beef the getaway driver. <laughs> exactly. I stole the whole Bath and Body Works aisle. Drive! <laughs> <laughs> and Beef would be down. Uncle Beef would be down. But uh, we will, if he's not available two weeks from now, we will make sure that whenever we do Big Trouble in Little China, we get beef because he's excited to come on and do that movie with you as well. So the pair of you are, for some strange reason, in sync on this one. So I'm not totally going to shadow over this movie. Yep. Just because Uncle Beef likes it? That, and also because Big Trouble in Little China, what is that? Oh, you think <laughs> you think it's bad now. You just, you this, just wait, this, little girl. This is a cult classic, so cult which classic. means... Which means it has a follow. It really wasn't that great a movie. It's just awesomely bad. Yeah, it's just terribly, terribly bad Smoopily. in a weird way. Yes, it's smoothly. Yeah. yeah, watching too much Rick and Morty. All right, Rick and Morty. Shloopy boopers. Shloopy. Shloopy boopers. All right, so. Uh, uh, no, okay. No, you're. I just suddenly. Now that you've said this, you, your daughter does have a distinct, you know, personality resemblance to Summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does. <laughs> You're just now noticing that? 
I remember I just got into Rick and Morty. I'm just now putting this together. Kayla is the 13 year old version of Sum Sum. Yeah. Yeah. Sum Sum. Yeah. That's what Rick calls Summer. Sum Sum. Sum Sum. Yep. When he's happy with her. Like La La. Yeah. Like I call you La La. Or no, no, it's just law. Law. Nene? It's just law. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I also would buy Shannon as Beth. Um, I, I, yeah, I just don't. I, I mean, I don't Beth know. Beth is entirely too passive for Shannon. Shannon might be space Beth, but space she would. Yeah, she wouldn't be Beth. Uh, Mom would just get tired of her. Yeah. No. It's yeah. Mom would get tired of regular Beth. She would. She space Beth w- would be probably the the where your mom would would round out. I feel like you would be um and wait, can, can could could Boana be Rick? <laughs> no. Boana <laughs> no? would be like, I don't have my shoes on, we can't run outside. <laughs> He's an old man. Leave him alone. <laughs> you would definitely be Morty though. I would be Morty? Yeah, you would be like Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You cleared out the whole garage. Unfortunately, he's going to hear this and he's going to get mad at me for this. But he's just so pleasant that unfortunately, this is where it's probably going to end up. Uh, unfortunately, Beef would probably end up being the father. Jay. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. I, he's, I know he's going to hate me for saying it, but he he's just too nice of a human being. We we established this last night. Beef is too nice of a human being to be anything but Jerry. He is a very solid, moral individual. He's a nice Midwestern boy. When I say boy, I mean, you know, 40-some-odd-year-old boy. He's a man! <laughs> he is. Uncle Beef, he's, 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 uh, he might be Jerry, though. <laughs> yeah. He's getting mad. No, he's, <laughs> he's no, no, no. As I said, he's going to hate me for that. Like he's in the corner <laughs> with his fist in the ball, like. Yeah, be- be- probably. Be- because I know Beef wants to be Rick. Everyone wants to be Rick. I want exactly. Pickle Rick. You, you want Pickle Rick? <laughs> I feel like Chumbus would be Pickle Rick. Your sister is... No. No. Your sister is a very sweet girl. She just has a mean side. Just like you, as a matter of well, fact. Well, I wonder where we get that from. Your mother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. On my best day, I'm not as mean as your mother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. Mom scares me. Mom scares everybody. Okay, it's not just you. All right. She even scares people. I know. <laughs> Took my nice manly dog and named him Boople Snoot. All right, so. I did name him Boople. Because <laughs> he boops every- There's a dirty spot on my door from where he boops it. He does boop everything with his nose. That is true. He does boop things with his snoot. So, Boople. And he boops it with his snoot. Boople Snoot. I know. Oh. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. Boople Snoop. All right, so does anybody have anything else for this travesty of a movie? <laughs> no, yeah. I think we found anything <laughs> redeemable that could be redeemed out of this movie, and it wasn't much. Which is live, laugh, love, Jafar. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for downloading. Uh, if you want to email us, and I've got to get our uh, email straight here, it's 80s Cheese Movie Review at gmail.com. Uh, please email Law, because that's who we know you're going to be talking to. We're just backup dancers here. Yeah, we all got to get you team team uh, shirts. Yeah, we need team shirts. Okay, uh, but we have team shirts, 
right? Yeah, yeah, Jake, you got Jake is the only one with you, no you, team shirt. And we got to get beef one. Hello. You know, you're awful cavalier with other people's T-shirts. You need other people's... We're a team, okay? We're, We're a team. team. Uncle yeah. Beefy is the we'll, team, yeah. too? Okay. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get Beef an honorary backup dancer shirt. There we go. He can be a, he can, Uncle Beef can be a backup dancer. Are, are you happy? He was already a backup dancer. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I stand corrected. Honorary backup. All right. Yeah. There you go. Are you, are you good? Yeah. Uncle Beef Jake, is now Jake, recognized? Jake, you need one, and then... Beef needs one. And then Beef needs one. Okay. Yeah. 80s Cheese Movie Review at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. I, I am very surprised that uh, everyone is, is anyone's listening to this. We started out with about eight and a half listeners. Uh, we're up over about 150 now. So cool. It is so cool. Like, you could take your high school cafeteria and fill it up with people, and that's what how many people listen to this show every day. Or, or every it's week. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Well, you know, for a show with two old men and a 13-year-old, we're doing pretty all right. I, I, yeah. Law and the backup dancers. There you go. Law and the backup dancers. Ooh. I stand corrected again, madam. All right. So <laughs> we will see you guys next time for Big Trouble in Little China. With beef. A, with, with beef. And we will see you guys uh, whenever that happens. I'm not exactly sure on the scheduling. Sometimes it gets a little weird because some of us have a social agenda. Yeah. Unlike, unlike you. Yeah. Unlike yeah. me. Yeah. We love you guys. Take it easy. And we will talk to you next time. On behalf of your cheesy 80s movie crew, Jake, Kayla, and myself, thank you for listening and thank you for downloading. You can find more of this cast on cheesy80smovies.podbean.com. And as always, don't slap pandas.